Okay. Hello. All right. So we're going to talk about today the signs of a weak man. And this is a part of it's time to crush the box. It's time to get free from those things that have kept you bound. It's time to get free from those things that have kept you in bondage. Those things have kept you from moving forward. Those things that have kept you from being um, free in your mind, free in your spirit. Those things that have kept you from moving forward. And so it is so important that we understand that through uh, the, the, the Holy Bible, the King James Version, in the Word of God, and when I say God, I mean the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the, the of, of the children of Israel. So we understand that in Psalms 121, it says, I lift my eyes towards the mountains where my help come from. My help come from the Lord, the maker of the heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. The Lord is your a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you. The sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming in, your coming and your going, both now and forever. And Psalms 122 says, I rejoice with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet were standing within the our gate, Jerusalem. Jerusalem built a city, built as a city, should be solidly, so solidly united. Where the tribe, the, the Lord's tribe, go up. I give thanks to the name of the Lord. This is an ordinance for Israel. Their throne nor for judgment are placed throne of the house of David. Pray for the well-being of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls, security within your fortress. Because of my brothers and friends, I would say, may peace be in you because of the house of the Lord, our God. I will pursue your prosperity. Amen. So we're saying the signs of a weak man. It is as follows. A man or a woman, when I say man, I mean M-A-N, but not meaning gender. It could be a man or a one, woman. Um. The signs of a weak man mean that God created man. And so it is he or she 
needs to be in control. Insist on using a tracking device on your phone, on your car, a tracking device. Um, uh, they have a temper tantrum. If you don't call them or answer the phone when they call at a certain time, um, they want to know where you are, who you with. Um, that he or she boasts of what you do for them, not what he or she does for you. A weak man, see, a, a weak man or woman that behaves in that manner is somebody who got a secret. It was oftentimes said growing up, there's a dead cat on the line. If you got to go through all those measures to control someone and you don't spend that much energy and time in loving someone, something is terribly wrong. And this is not the way that God wants you to live. We serve a God. You serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You serve a God that can do the unthinkable, the unthinkable. You serve a God that can give back what you lost greatly. You serve a God who is your cheerleader, who you got the Holy Ghost that will comfort you. You got the Father, the Son, and you can live in no judgment zone because Jesus said to the woman, he that's without sin cast the first stone. So there's no judgment. God is the final judge. So you don't have to live like that. You can live in freedom. You don't have to stroke someone's ego. You don't have to make someone feel great about themselves. But if they accept Jesus Christ, they'll find out that they're a royal child. If they accept Jesus Christ, they'll understand that they can do all things without Christ. You know, with Christ, who's strength, with strength is them. They can understand that. They can understand that the joy of the Lord is their strength. They can understand that if they accept Jesus Christ and say, God, open up my heart, that I can receive Jesus Christ. If they can understand that, they'll understand that in accepting Jesus Christ, he can deliver them and set them free from all their past hurt, all their sins, the guilt. Because so many are dealing with guilt. So many are dealing with so much guilt. And they're dealing with so much shame. And they got secrets. They got iniquities. Iniquities are those things that are hidden that only God knows about. See, sin is something that you can see. I can see you sinning. I can see you sinning. I can hear you sinning. Now I can watch you and see you sin, you know, because your feet will be showing. But then there's some iniquities that's hidden in your heart. Because you know what? When you have iniquities, you can you can walk around and you can receive the best Oscar nomination. You can receive the best Oscar because why? You can pretend. You can look the part. You can talk the part and you can behave in such a way that nobody can be the uh, the wiser until you show your feet. When I say show your feet, your speech, your speech will betray you. You can talk like you're so wonderful. You can, you can pretend that you're doing all the great things. But then after a while, the true you going to show up. The true you will show up. The true you will show up. So there are, there are so many people who are consumed with themselves. They need and deserve, they, they, they desire to be in control. They desire, they have their own agenda. And they're building their own kingdom within themselves. And they dismiss and they reject the plan of God by doing what? 
being consumed with themselves. But we serve a, if you serve, and I'm, when I say if, if you serve the God of the Bible, when I say the God of the Bible, if you serve the true and living God that sits high up in heaven, who created the earth, the heavens and the earth, if you serve the God, then you will then see him move mightily and you won't have a need to try to control somebody because you can say, God, you take control of my life. I don't want the devil to have control of my life. I don't want people to have control. God deliver me from people, places, and things. There are some places that's controlling you. You know why I say they're controlling you? Because there's some pain that happened at a certain place. There's, a, there's some pain and some hurt and some shame that happened in certain locations. There's some shame and some places that, that, that where you've been hurt and abused. And so you find yourself saying, I never go back to this town again. I never go to this house again. I never go to this area again. I never go to this conference or this convention because why? I've been hurt. I've been abused. I've been shamed. And then you find yourself hanging around people who constantly tell you about somebody in your family that did this or what they seen, what they know, who they know, who they was with. And you know what? All this time they were your friends. They were smiling in your face. They was giving you advice. They was calling you a darling. They was calling you a sweetie. They were saying that you was amazing. You was wonderful. But they held on to what they knew. They held on to what they knew. But then all of a sudden, now they want to throw up in your face. Now they want to tell you everything that they know. Oh, so is love telling you to do that? Is love telling you to do that? But now we now read the Bible. And now the Bible tells us, it says that in Psalms 124, it says, if the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, if the Lord had not been on our side, when people attacked us, then they would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger against us. Then the waters would have beguiled us. The, tor the torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept over us. Blessed be the Lord, who has not let us be ripped apart by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the hunter's nest. The nest is torn, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of the heaven and earth. So it does not matter. It does not matter what someone says what somebody in your family have done. It does not matter about your shame and your embarrassment. Do you not know what? Don't be weak, but be strong in the Lord. Don't be weak-minded. Weak-minded people want to run away. Don't be weak-minded and give yourself totally over to somebody else to control you. Don't be weak-minded and let somebody else threaten you for the rest of your life and hold you in bondage. And they hold you in bondage by saying, if you say something, if you leave me, if you do this, I'll kill you. You see this gun, somebody who got to walk around with a weapon, somebody who got to threaten you with their mouth, not just a weapon as far as a gun or a knife or something or with their mouth, their weapon is their mouth. 
threatening words. And then they take you around people who would threaten you. You hear people, you see people behave, and then all of a sudden you, you feel like you left all by yourself. But I'm here to let you know you're not by yourself. You got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You're not by yourself. Hey, you're more than a conqueror. And not only that, God put you in a family that loves you. No matter how the devil may say, my family loves you. You know what? God, God put us in our families for a reason. He chose our mother and our father before we was even conceived. He decided where we was going to go. We may not understand our family, but God placed us there with a purpose. And you not know what? They love you. They may not show love like the Cosby's. They may not show love like you see on TV. But love come in different colors, but love suffer. You know what? Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, it talks about what love is. It tells us what love is. Sometimes we're looking for love in a feeling. Love has nothing to do with how you feel. It has nothing to do. Love is action. And so we say, well, how is it action? Love is action. You show love. You show love. Love just don't give up today. Love just don't give up tomorrow if you don't do what I say. If you don't give me what I want at the time that I want it, that's not love. Love does not do that. But love is, is amazing. Love is, you know what the Bible says. See, you know what the world says love is love. What they mean when they say love is love, my interpretation of what they mean in there, you can love whatever you want, how you want. You can love what you want, how you want. So now the terminology of, of, of communities have changed and have evolved over time. They have evolved over time. Everyone is trying to get away from being man and be what God created them to be. So they keep developing new names to describe who they are. But God is love. It says, it says, I speak human angelic uh, tongues. But the Bible says, the Bible tells us that what love is. And we understand by reading the Corinthians 13th chapter what love is. We, we understand. And so you need to, see, if you get to know who God is, you'll find out what love is. So you say, you pray and you say, God, open up my heart. God, open up my heart so I can receive you. Not so much. See, you know what? God has gifts for you. He has a gift of salvation. He has the gift of the Holy Spirit to give you. He has it to give unto you. God says to us, it says here, and I'm going to read this. In 2 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, it says, This is the third time I am coming to you. Every matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. I gave a warning when I was present the second time. And now I give a, a, a warning while I am absent to those who, to those, who sinned before and had to all the rest. If I come again, I will not be relentless. Since you 
seek proof of Christ speaking to me, he is not weak in dealing with you, but powerful among you. For he was crucified in weakness. He was crucified in weakness, but he lived by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but in dealing with you, we live, we will live with him by God's power. Test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves or do you, or do you, let me see, yourselves not recognize that Jesus Christ is in you unless you fail the test and hope you will recognize that we ourselves do not fail the test, but we pray to God that you do nothing wrong, not that we may appear to pass the test, but that you may do what is right, even though we may appear to fail, for we can't do anything against the truth but only for the truth against the truth. Only for the truth we rejoice when we are weak. And you be you are strong. And we also pray that you become fully mature. This is why I am writing these things while absent, so that when I am there, I may not have to deal harshly with you in keeping with the authority the Lord gave me for building up and not for tearing down. Finally, brother and sister, rejoice, become mature, be encouraged, be of the same mind, be at peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with the holy kiss, and all the saints sends you greetings. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit with you all. And I just read some words from Paul. I just read some words of hope. It was just saying to you, please do not. It was just telling us that, that there is a more excellent way. So we're just talking to you that Paul himself was weak and that the risen Christ was operating in him. Thus God's power would be displayed among the Corinthians unless the sin was addressed. The testing was not the purpose of determine whether they were saved. Paul was confident that they had experienced God's saving grace in Christ. Instead, he wants them to examine whether Christ's abiding presence was operating through them. They needed to test whether they were operating in sync with the true faith and with the teaching of the, of, the, of the false apostles. Were they progressing 
in the faith as disciples or were they regressing due to sin and error? The driving force behind Paul's ministry was to, was to share the truth and to building of the saints. And the personal popularity and acceptance, he would do whatever it took, including discipling them in order, you know, in disciplining them in order for God's truth to be preserved. The exhortations apply to all believers. Rejoice because mature and become mature and be encouraged. Be of the same mind. Be at peace. We are capable of all these actions because of the work of God in our lives. If the Corinthians follow through, the God of love and peace will be with them and grant them his power. And so that is what we get out of learning about the signs of a weak man. And so that's what we got out of that. And so sometimes when you look at that, you're thinking from a carnal mind, you're thinking I'm talking about an individual or a certain person, but we're talking about us, male and female, but who God created, that we need to be strong in God and that we need to become disciplined, that we don't just do God is love. No, 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 no. We just don't just stop at Love is love. No, we, we're not in control of ourselves. Even though we get up and we get up and we don't even wake ourselves up. We're, we're not able to do, you know what? We have free choice to live as we want to. But when you, but when you serve in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you have to follow God's way. And if you don't follow his way, he will reject you. If you don't follow God's way, you'll find yourself in a battle. And then you'll find yourself to get to the place where you'll be falling down on your knees. And then you'll be crying, help, I need you. I can't do this by myself. See, that's when Jesus came. That's when God came, when the children of Israel was in Egypt. As long as they was in slavery, they couldn't hear from God. They didn't hear from God. They didn't even recognize God. But after the, you know what, they was enjoying, they was enjoying being with the other gods. And they was enjoying, but you know what, after a while, the Egyptians put them in slavery. They put them, they made them hard. They, you know, God allowed them to suffer hardship. Hardship. So with him allowing them to suffer hardship, when he allowed that, he he would allow us to go through some hard tests and trials that would cause us to get to the wall, to get on our knees and cry out help. There are some things that's going to come to us that we're not going to be in control of, that we're going to have to say, God, I need you to be in control of me. And so that is the place. So, so either you're going to voluntarily come to God, either you're going to, it's best to just accept Jesus Christ. Then I have, you know, I'd rather accept God now than have to go through so much to get to a place where, where, where I'm tormented. Do you not know he comes to give your life and that more abundantly. So we're going to pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for every listener that's on this podcast. 
And we bless your God for every thankful journey, ministries, listener, and partner that partners with us. God, we ask your God to bless the cash out. That was sign thankful journey. We bless, we, we give, give the people God mind to give and to sow into the lives of so seeds into the lives of so many step by step. God, you know the amount, God, that you're asking them to give, that the that the proceeds that will help us, oh God, to continue to be on TV, to be on podcasts, and not to continue to share the gospel of Jesus Christ in a little zone manner, but in the spirit of love. And God, I give you glory and I give you praise in Jesus' name. So I thank you so much for listening to Lazel Spencer. Amen. With Thankful Journey Ministries. And so Thankful Journey Ministry has been birthed out by God. Amen. That I begin telling the story. October 24th, 2019, I experienced a massive stroke. But in that, I came back saying, God, I want to work. Well, physically, I can't work. But I said, God, give me something that I love to do. But one thing I love to do is study the word of God. I love to pray. I love to encourage others. And I love to work in whatever manner that the Lord tells me to do. So I'm no longer myself, but I am a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so when you sow a seed into thankful journey, know that you're sowing seeds into good ground. What thankful journey has been doing and what we will continue, we give to the battle women's shelter to help with the children, um, a group there and to provide snacks, provide toys, provide, provide stress, stress toys, provide um, uh, gifts and prizes, um, just support in those manners in whichever way that they need us and when they call on us. And those who have lost so many loved ones due to COVID or different others, we are provided blankets of comfort because when I was in the uh, nursing home rehabilitation, uh, so a, a, a mother in Zion gave me a blanket and that blanket served as security. It was warm and I love that blanket. It covered me. And so I wanted to give that same thing to somebody else. Someone brought me fresh fruit. So through Thankful Journey Ministry, we're able to send, we're able to reach people by sending fruit baskets to them. We're able to send, when I was in there, I was able, someone brought me smell goods. Because if you smell good, you look, someone brought me jogging suit. If you look good and you smell good and you, and you got fresh fruit and you, you know, you got some good nourishment, it helps you get better and healing. So we're trying to help and we're sending forth blankets that have healing words on it, scriptures. And so um, just, just helping those, amen, sending through the mail to those who are dealing with COVID who needs some of those vitamins to help build up immune system. So we're doing a lot with Thankful Journey Ministry. And so as you give, we get to do more. We get to do more. So I want to encourage you to give Cash App, Thankful Journey Ministry, uh, Thankful Journey dollar sign cash cash app dollar sign thankful journey and you can also give to paypal lizell spencer l-y-z-e-l-l spencer you can give to paypal so thank you so much for listening all right i love you with the love of jesus god god be with you god god be with you 
God be with you. Here with me again every day. God, God be with you. Oh, God, God be with you. God be with you. Tear with me again. Let the life that I live speak for me. Let the life that I live speak for me. Let the life they live and the service they give. Let the light that I live speak for me. Use the Lord in the service. Draw me nearer every day. For I am willing, yes, I'm willing to go all the way. If I falter while I'm trying, don't be angry, help me to stand. For I am willing, Lord, I'm willing to go all the way. All right, love and peace in the Holy Ghost.